Well, manuals have been not so hot these days. I'm trying to think. Yeah, uh, push the record button. Press rewind. Right, I'm recording rewind. it now. Um, what was the last boss of Street Fighter Three? Was Urian? Urian, right? Uh, no, it was Gil. Urian was his brother who was oh, a playable Gil. character. Right. Okay. And what was the story with Gil? What was their deal? I don't even know. I think Gil was like, he was like Besides an eternal champion. I don't even. It's like. It's not cool that you have a hyper combo that resurrects you. Yeah, that should be. The, even and he also his, essentially you get two life bars. Well, I would almost prefer the one where he gets resurrected because if he casts his other one, it's like a quarter life bar block damage. Yeah, and, like and it chip fills damage. the whole screen. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's why he's a boss character, and uh, if somebody plays that in the arcade, which was that even possible? I don't remember. No, I don't think you can play as Gil in the arcade. Maybe you could, anyway, if you, you could unlock. If him you somehow. happen to bring your Dreamcast to the arcade, <laughs> and somebody played him, you were well within your rights to throw them through a window. <laughs> you'd just be like, "What the hell?" and and then you visit him in the hospital, and you'd be like, "When I threw you through the window, that was the most important day of your life. But for me, <laughs> it was for Tuesday." <laughs> I know, it's just because the Street Fighter 2 movie came out, so I've been, like, inundated with that stuff. Um, it's I'm glad that... See, I don't know why lines like that never became internet memes. Like, because I know I've said that at least once on the podcast before. But, like, and I... Come on. I mean, Jean-Claude Van Damme is Guile. Yeah. He's like, the American Air Force agent. Well, I guess that he was the Interpol something or the other. No, that was that's Chun Li. I think he was still just like Colonel Guile, but he was in the UN or some Force. international. No, he was part of some international armed. Yeah, forces. I mean, I, just, I remember them taking like hovercrafts, stealth hovercrafts. No, it was a stealth He's boat. Like a, it's like we can't yeah. see the boat, but it's making wake. Ah, yeah. <laughs> the the U.S. government says the war is over. We can go home. We don't have to be here anymore. I don't remember the exact quote. I just remember. But I say we go in there and we kick Bison's ass so hard that the next Bison wannabe is going to feel it. Yeah. It's like uh, Commander Guile. That doesn't make any sense. And also, can you do Sonic Boom right now? I didn't think so. This movie is over. <laughs> no. uh- <laughs> we don't have the special effects budget for Sonic Boom. And then the, the flash kick that he does is so lame. <laughs> I think, oh God, I mean, there's no shortage of uh, lame. Oh, my God. Oh, my throat. I'm actually kind of sick. <laughs> I was like, man, I don't really want to record podcasts today, but I must. Soldier on. So my throat, my throat's not feeling. Hold on. I'm going to actually, I'm going to grab the day quill. The day quill, but it's nighttime. Careful, Dave. You might turn into a vampire. But it'll make me sleepy. In we like actually, Graziella got hours. like, no, Graziella got like the real, uh, uh, NyQuil. It got pseudofedrine in it, I guess, which you're I guess technically not allowed to norm- sell that over the counter anymore. Well, yeah, um, they, I forget what I got her pseudofed a couple weeks ago. I think we've just been continually reinfecting each other, which is awesome. <laughs> um, and like it was behind the counter at the pharmacy, and I got carded for it. It was, like, real Sudafed, like, with the, I guess, Sudafedrin in it, which, 
Uh, it, yeah, I guess it can be used to create meth. Yeah, it's one of the the ingredients in the methamphetamine. And that's why I guess it's so so regulated. But you know, when you got the sniffles, all right, time to chug some of this day kill. This is a perhaps this can be our penance. We weren't able to get the Barack Obama orange soda from Jones Soda, but Dayquil tastes pretty bad too. So <laughs> this is sorry for missing that episode. And then sorry for chopping one episode into two episodes last week. I don't know if anyone noticed, but I wasn't really feeling it. <laughs> they uh, they noticed because somebody said, where's the 24 talk on the first one? Yeah, <laughs> suckers. They were aware. Right. Ugh, that's pretty bad. This isn't even like real Dayquil. It's Dwayne Reed Dayquil. Generic brand. <laughs> Ugh. Ugh. All right. Okay. No more wasting time. Oh, my God. It's so bad. <laughs> But it's so good, just cloying, coat your throat. Let's go. Let's see. If you're watching a movie called Crimson Wolf, the first thing I have to say to you is, don't go to Thailand. Ain't nothing good happening there. Yo, for real. The Hong Rang. I can't believe I totally forgot the beginning of this show. You've, you've completely forgot that Genghis Khan was yes. like an ancient the, spiritual the, force to fight the a skeleton of Genghis Khan. <laughs> recites well now i i vaguely i remember the end i didn't remember how it began that the skeleton of genghis khan recites a prophecy and then fires some arrows into the sky and then everything collapses and then there's like there's like a mystic like working with the archaeologists and he's like i told you we shouldn't have come here and they're like like who does background checks on this archaeology dig like this guy's trying to start some shit (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah why do you even come on these digs all you ever do and is doomsay well, like, the prophecy no. is like is like the asians will overrun the world and mess everything up or maybe vice versa the white people will kill all the asians well no no it's it was the yellow those. army was supposed to flood into the west and it wasn't even so much that you know it wasn't so much that you know one race would kill the other it was just that there was going to be a huge war that would destroy the world or something Whatever. I mean, all the main characters are Asian. They should have just been like, meh. It doesn't sound, it doesn't see how this is going to affect me. But, like, so, like, Genghis Khan's body is shooting arrows, and then the mountain collapses, and then it's like, fast forward, or sideways forward. Just different place, different time. Uh, you got, like, in front of the red, the giant picture of Mao Zedong over there in China. Mike Reynolds is like practicing Tai Chi. <laughs> and uh This is yeah, this was really I can't you there's no way to figure out what's going on in this show. He's just hanging out. He's practicing some kung fu like Master. old guys are wont to do. And then these government agents come up and they're like, you better come with us. And he's like, I'm not gonna do that. Except he's Mike Reynolds. So he's like, I'm not gonna do that. <laughs> They just break. They weren't even government agents. Tree log shaped hunk of chewing tobacco. (laughs) Is that a pepperoni stick? No, it's solid tobacco. I press it myself. (laughs) It's the cha cha, and they like hacks one of them in half. Cha cha, cha cha. (laughs) Well, see, he doesn't need. He's not a man of violence because he's got his skateboarding luchador to do his dirty work for him. Gosh, they never had a worse main character ever anywhere ever. (laughs) <laughs> I mean, or a more stupid or forgiving one, but let's get to that later. Uh, 
So, like, these guys are pointing guns at his master, right? And he flips over them and, like, pokes them. And then he's like, ha! And he's, like, in a karate stance. And they're like, uh, we kind of still have guns. <laughs> Did, do you not know that? But then it's like, ah, Hakuto no Ken. Kaboom. Yeah, which is totally and One of the lame. guys blows up. And I'm like, dude, that is kind of not cool in the real world. <laughs> Like, <laughs> yeah, in the post-apocalypse, you could get away with that. But I love how nobody even questions it. Like, China, you know, for all, like, we talk about their political system and all that stuff, they still have police, you know? Yeah. So if somebody just spontaneously explodes after being punched, I think you're going to have <laughs> to fill out some paperwork. Yeah. Well, then the other guy that did not explode is able to tear his clothes off and fight in his boxers and get super ripped. So... They knew what they were getting into, at least a little, because <laughs> they said the big guns. But what they failed to remember was the knife from Commando <laughs> that they used to shoot Mike Reynolds with. Yep. He's like, Blah, I'm dead. Seriously, if you're a kung fu master who supposedly taught this kid all of these moves, how are you not going to dodge a knife? It- I don't know. The, the kid, I think Kai is his name, uh... He he goes through some shit in this show, let's say. He gets roughed up a couple times. So I uh, worse than a knife. So I just think the master who taught him all this stuff should be able to handle one knife. It's not even like it's just just a knife from commando. It's a rocket knife. It wasn't even but. Yeah, but still, even rocket knife, like I don't even know really how effective that could ever be. It's one shot. You have to hit somebody in a vital organ. And then no medical attention can be delivered to them within the time period that yeah. they would die from a in, knife. In wound. the next couple hours. I mean, I know that you, you can die quickly from being attacked with a knife. I believe that. I'm not discounting that. I also believe that it can still take a while to die from a knife attack. Especially one that just like kind of hits you in the in the stomach, I guess. I don't even remember where it hits him. I think it's like in the back. That's even worse. It's like, seriously? My back? Yeah, there's not... There's not really much there to screw up, at least not in the short term. Maybe he was just incredibly old, so he had one of those. He's like, ah, my kidneys, yeah. but I'm diabetic, and I only have one. No, master. It's like, well, the knife He's didn't like, kill me. I just had a heart attack. <laughs> I was so shocked about the knife that I had a stroke. It was so surprising <laughs> that the knife was shot at me. You know, I could, because I never thought I'd see the day that a knife was fired at someone. I mean, I could handle guns, but knives being shot at people. Like, Who wants to live in a world weird. where that's possible? Not this old man. <laughs> so, but then it's, there's no time to waste. We got to find out who the other character is. Who cares? Who cares about this show? This, God. This chick, she's washing the windows. <laughs> she's a window washing hottie. Yeah, she's a window washing super secret agent who's after information. Yeah, she's just wiping the windows down and then like she she delved too deep. She knew too much, so people come and ambush her in the shower, and then there's a naked shower fight. She doesn't realize that she can knee people in the face. She's like, "Oh yeah, I could do that." And then like, and then so she's got the disc, and she's like, "What could be on this floppy disk that could be so important?" And uh, she looks at it in the computer, like while the guys are still unconscious in her bathroom. <laughs> I, well, I mean, you have to go back. I, the reason that she's involved at all is because she was washing windows. Uh, her scaffolding very nearly collapsed, or 
and after that, she just meets up with some doctor who's been attacked on the street and takes a disc from him and walks away. Yeah. And she's like, not really that. It's like, oh, this is weird. It's a dying man gives me a disc. Yeah, if a dying man hands you anything shower. and it's not worth a ton of money, don't take it. It's not right worth the trouble. Just leave. Yeah. yeah. It's like, nope. I mean, come on. It's like it's only. Because then you're going to be in like your plane's going to get blown up and then you're going to like float in the middle of the ocean. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> apparently, I don't even know why anybody's trying to kill the Crimson Wolves because apparently they're invincible. But, well, they. Okay, so the story is, since we didn't really relate it, that Genghis Khan shot these three arrows out. No, not Genghis Khan. Genghis Khan's corpse. Yeah, sorry. Genghis Khan's skeleton (laughs) shot these three arrows out uh, that were supposed to inflict these wounds on three people in the shape of wolves. And they were, uh, I guess they stopped the prophecy, but also maybe they are the harbingers of doom. I don't really know how that works. Anyway... The point is that we got to find these people with arrow wounds. The first guy is really obvious because it's on his forehead. I noticed they didn't decide to put the arrow wound on his thigh. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Because the girl, it's on her thigh. Yeah. Not even just the so outside of her thigh. So we can only say it if she's not wearing any pants. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So anyway, the girl, <laughs> like, the girl finds this disc. Uh, and then decides that she needs to go to where's she going? Is this when she goes to Thailand? Yeah. So she, she well, she heads to China. Uh, why I don't really know. She's directed but to go there by Kai, the disc. I don't know. Like, I guess, I guess. Anyway, she gets picked up by this black marketeer, like. You know, the one of these guys that's like the information broker that's got his tendrils and everything. Apparently he has his tendrils on like exploded planes where girls are floating in the water. That's like a pretty lucrative business. So he manages to retrieve her. This may be after, uh, like he's kind of met Kai at this point. I don't really understand the circumstances as to why. Kai is still being sort of tracked by government agents. And And they're talking about the Dio, but nobody who knows who the Dio is. Yeah. But, uh, well, the Dio, I, see, this is what where it gets complicated. Genghis Khan, I think that his prophecy was to, uh, yeah, I don't even know, really. I was just, I thought I had it for a second, but then it went away. <laughs> it was, it was my fingers were just gracing against the edges of it. I was so close to pulling it in, but then it just didn't happen. Yeah. It just slipped through my grasp again. Maybe it'll come back to me. But, yeah, so I think the Dio – let's just get it out of the way, Dave. The Dio is a giant computer. Yes. the Di- A supercomputer with the personality of Genghis Khan. And also Chairman Mao and also some other guy. Yeah. I can't remember who the other guy is. I don't know anything about Asian history. So, yeah, I, what I don't understand is why Genghis Khan is established – in opposition to these forces since he was also sort of like, if you look at the line of Chinese emperors, he's kind of a part of that. He's what brings the yeah. whole Northern half of China oh, into right. the yeah. empire. The, the, th- the third guy was like from the Han dynasty or something like that. He was an emperor. Yeah. It, uh, 
it doesn't make a whole lot of sense. But anyway, this computer, which is the digital embodiment of these, you know, three Chinese dictators, uh, is trying to start a war that will destroy the world. Or will, I don't even really know. Yeah, he'll just, he'll do some things that people won't really like. And so Genghis Khan, in firing his arrows, was actually a part of this conspiracy, maybe? But yeah. also... Well, I mean, it's it's like Nostradamus predicted 9-11, you know, like, the message was vague, but if you dug deep enough, it was there. Because the people that he marks for death uh, are also the people who, when made aware of him, uh, will be gaining access to all of the power of their ancestral... Uh, I don't even know. Yeah. So if if nobody told them that this whole thing was going on... The conspiracy probably would have been better. Exactly. Off. Like if you don't if you don't shoot the arrows and the the crimson wolves or the Hong Rang are never discovered, then you get to take over the world just as you had planned. Because yeah. they don't know you're there. <laughs> they had no idea what was going on. One of them was too busy wearing belly shirts and skateboarding around Hong Kong. The other one was yeah, watching with windows, like his buddies. Which and one of them was he, a gangster he, who was having like twenty four hour sex orgies in his yeah lesbian orgies. That guy was never gonna leave the house. Like he already had everything he wanted. <laughs> yeah, he was not a threat uh, except to bikers. Like I forget exactly what happens. Uh, Kai meets with this the last guy whose name is Rukodon, the gangster slash like black marketeer. He's in the car with them. This is after like a sort of fight has gone down and Kai's like biker friends have been around it. So Kai is in the car with Rukadan and one of Kai's friends comes up and he's like, he's yelling. He's like, hey, Kai, are you all right in there? Oh, right. Because like he was in a car being driven by some military guy and then like he kicked the military guy in the head and the car crashed and then Rukadan picked him up. It was like explaining to him what was going on, sort of. And so anyway, Kai's friend is like, hey, Kai, you all right in there? And Rukodan rolls down the window and holds out a razor blade and slices this kid's eye open. Yeah. <laughs> and the, the kid's like, ow. <laughs> and he then falls off his bike and I can only assume is killed. Oh, no, no. Because Kai is like. Later on, like Rukadan, so anyway, if you want to hang out with me, uh, here's my card and just stop by the address. And so Kai eventually decides to go over there, see what things are all about. And he's like, so uh, my buddy whose eye you lost, which I'm almost certain, it's been two weeks since I watched it now, I'm almost certain he brings the eye along. He does, because he says, what do you want? Uh, he's like, I want to talk about and this, like, and he holds up his so friend's he- eye. So you cut my – I mean, he did not cut the eye out is the point, that someone else had to remove that eye after it was destroyed. Rukadon's like, hey, wait um, a second. I cut that eye when it was in his head. How did you get it out? Yeah. I'm not responsible for anything that happens after that. So anyway, he's like, you got to cover my man. He works construction. He can't work no more. And I was like, really? Because that is extremely forgiving. He's like, let's, let's just give me just give me a little money and we'll sweep it under the rug. Nobody has to know. Yeah. Nobody has to know nothing. But, but anyway, so he's he's having his lesbian orgies and he's like, Hey, I found this girl uh floating out in the ocean and thought you might want to see Kai's her. Like, well he does he really have to be naked and on like a metal well, operating table? It's <laughs> like they find her and he doesn't really say she's dead. And he's like, I found this mark while I was examining her, and she's completely naked. 
And you're just like, really? Yeah. While you were examining her? Examining Let's her. Let's hope when she wakes up, her butt doesn't hurt, buddy, or I'm calling the cops. All right? <laughs> so, I mean, whatever. A lot of stuff happens. <laughs> Kai and the chick, whose name I can't really remember, uh, end up in a cave in a cage. Like, or rather, in a cage in a cave. They end up in a cave wherein an alcove in that cave has been turned into a cage. Uh, and the chick is naked. Wake up, wake up. Of course, up, the guy up, isn't. Mm-hmm. But uh, he has the biggest package since Raiden in Metal Gear Solid 2. <laughs> Let's just say that much. Because well, those tidy whities ain't leaving nothing to the imagination. And then so she's like, oh, he's burning up. He's got a fever. He's unconscious. So her plan sex to have sex feeling. with him to it's save his life. for me. <laughs> exactly. This is Marvin Gaye philosophy. It's like sex is the only thing that will save him. And you know he's awake. He's like, oh, my God, this is going to be awesome. Yeah, totally. He's like, it's I've tried working. this trick with every girl I've ever known, and she's the first that fell for it. I can't even believe this actually worked. <laughs> And then she she has a look of such determination on her face about having the sex that it certainly de- deserves a screenshot. And I will do my level best to create one. <laughs> well, what's even crazier is just like, that's your plan? It's like, that's not CPR. That's not how yeah, it works. How is that going to make him wake up? Listen, honey, I know you think you got something special down there, but you're pretty much the same as every other girl. And plus, you're a virgin by your own admission. So it's like, how much fun could it really be? <laughs> What's he? Yeah, I just love it how, and as they're making love, they become aware of all of the ancestry they're, that has gone into yeah, the Crimson Wolves in the past. Like, it's like, oh man, while I was boning you, I became a psychic. Yeah. It's like, that's, yeah, that's how awesome my dick is. <laughs> it <laughs> imbues like, power. Not like only you got the it... Dave Chappelle jokes about how <laughs> Bill Clinton Behold, and Monica Lewinsky the wang of like, prophecy. suck my dick, it'll make you famous. It's like, yeah, the wang of prophecy. <laughs> Have sex with me and you will gain psychic powers. And so they, the best part about that is they flash back and they were like probably lovers in like the BC era in China. Like they were together. And Rukodan is apparently a wolf. <laughs> Like he was a when they were like having sex in like 600 BC, he was a wolf. He got the raw end of so, that deal. Yeah, I guess. Like he's like, come on, like three way. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I, I, he. What am I talking about? He doesn't need it. He was with like 30 girls. <laughs> yeah. So that I mean, this is when they all get together and they. F- they find out that it's a supercomputer, which I don't think they even know until they're in the room with it. Well, it starts talking like, to them. I don't remember the specifics, really. It's like, I am the Dio. I'm a big computer yeah. program. I'm going to launch everybody's nuclear missiles at everybody else. And I like that. Um, so Rukodan is apparently he's supposed to be a lot older than um, than the other two. So he's like truly experienced the horrors of communist China under Chairman Mao. And the computer's like, I'm Chairman Mao. Ha, ha, ha. 
you can't raise a finger against me. And like the, the two of them, like the one, the chick's Japanese. So she's like, whatever. And the guy's like, huh? And then Rukadan's like, it's true, man. I can't fight comrade Mao, man. I can't do it. <laughs> it's like, it's so funny. It's like if uh, in like a, like a horror movie where like the evil entities like assumes the form of like the person's mother. It's like I can't kill my mom, man. I just I can't do it. It's like it's not your mom. He's like I can't fight Mal. <laughs> well, what's even crazier is like when they're in this weird vision space because the the computer teleports them into an alternate dimension in which they're facing off with these uh, like ghosts yeah. of different time periods. Yeah. So, like, they have Mao and, I guess, Genghis Khan. We don't really know his role in this. Uh, but, like, they're fighting him. And, like, these spectral forces come out. And, like, some of them are tanks. Some of them are warriors with spears. And I got to yeah. think, if I'm on your spectral force squad and I'm on Team Spear, I'm going to want Team Tank to go in first. Yeah. <laughs> Be like, you guys go ahead. No, no. We'll Lead the up. charge. It's like, you see this Sorry, spear? Bits, this is chronological. This spear is for making sure people are already dead. It's not for the initial encorpsification. Yeah. I'm just gonna give him a little poke when his charred remains litter the battlefield. Yeah. If you could leave all of them in an ashen heap, this will effectively act as a rake for me to spread it around and you know collect all the valuables like rings and such. Yeah, stuff that's still around, so so I can feed my poor nomadic family. We'll trade this at the nearest settlement. You got a tank, man. This isn't fair. Yeah, for real. I mean, I could just... <laughs> I mean, I know we're ghosts, so the same sort of power scale doesn't necessarily imply. Or, uh, yeah, apply, but like still, ghost spearman, ghost tank. If you think this spear is so great, here, I'll throw it down the barrel of your tank, and you can shoot it at him. <laughs> yeah. I'm going home. Just so you don't even need me. The spear's the good part. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Oh, but yeah, what's even, I mean, what's really great is the speech he gives. Yeah. Where he's like, my spirit is imbued with the power of all those who have been oppressed from like Tiet to, to or from Tibet to Tiananmen Square. Yeah, exactly. He like invokes all the people that died, basically thumbing his nose in the face of modern China. You can tell this is a yeah. Japanese show because they are all about pointing out. What's wrong with China? It's like, you guys are really dicks. Yeah, exactly. It's like, hey, remember that time you killed your own citizens? And remember that time you were a terrible dictatorship? And remember that time that the... Yeah. Uh, remember that? Uh, the, uh, uh, the Great Wall of China, uh, a.k.a. the uh, world's longest graveyard? <laughs> China's like, all right. And Japan's like, no, no, but seriously, remember? And they're like, I get it, man. Okay. It's like, this is why nobody wants to hang out with you, Japan. You guys aren't so great either. It's like, Japan's still cool. Remember Manchuria? It's like, Manchuria? We barely killed as many Chinese people as Mao did. <laughs> and they're like, aw, snap. And that's when they start fist fighting. Fisticuffs. Yeah. <laughs> it's, like, it's like the Maury show. They're like, Maury, Maury. Yeah. China breaks a chair over Japan's back. <laughs> I'm sorry, China. You are the father. Oh. Japan gets up and starts, like, dancing a little jig. Oh, hell no. <laughs> yeah, this is truly not a very good show. Well, it's kind of let's not forget that every time you see the words Hongrang, which apparently means Crimson Wolf, it's Hong 
Lang with an yeah. L. Not only is it like, well, I mean, it doesn't make any sense, it's also English. I mean, come on. I, I like when the chick is reading the disc on the computer, and she's like, oh, what did she say? Like, she's, like, very inquisitive. She's like, this message on the computer screen. Like, it's, yeah, the computer screen you're looking at? Like, I don't really need, think you need to say computer screen. What? Because everybody knows that you're looking at the computer screen. I also love it, like, going back a little bit in time, can we actually discuss how much you can fit on a floppy disk? Because the amount of information they suggest was on that floppy. 1.44 megs. Yeah. This is old, though. This is probably, like, 512 kilobytes. Yeah, there's, there's just no way. The amount of, like, she's, like, looking at 12 different diagrams. There's, like, a little movie on there. Yeah, she's got, like, AutoCAD maps. <laughs> this is the most advanced floppy disk in the history of the world. Well, that's because China is so great. Welcome to China. Aww. Oh, man. How much time do you have? Not that much, right? Like, 28, maybe? Yeah, 28. Huh. Well, we can't fill up more. We can talk about how this is totally a crappy Hokuto no Ken. Like, when you're writing this show, what are you thinking? You know, Hokuto no Ken was pretty good. I'd like to make a really shitty yeah. version of that show. Well, the, he only really explodes, like, one person. Though he does really mess up that... No, uh, he explodes more than one person. And then he also does, like, well, the that, oh, wait, spirit shotgun that, into like, that guy's head. He's, like, holding him hostage with his fist. He's like, I'll yeah, do it, was- man. I'm crazy. That guy was just like, how do you expect him to tell you who the Dio is when you've blown up his face? Well, it's also like, how do you even expect him to believe that you're threatening him with your your fist? It's like, what, are you going to punch me? Yeah, he's like, oh, God, that that clears it all up for me. I had a note in here that said, don't move. This fist is loaded and aimed straight at your head. (laughs) (laughs) I couldn't figure out what that was, but I knew it was going to be funny. Yeah. It is a it is a retarded show, and it is totally not worth your time. Maybe it is. No, I don't know. This is the second time I've bought it because I couldn't find my DVD. So I was like, "Yeah, it's like six dollars on Amazon. I might as well just get it again." I mean, maybe I should just watch it again as like a little forensic study to figure out what's actually happening, like dissect the plot of Crimson Wolf. Can you discover its secrets? It's like put put one of those like relationship trees with like all the the lines yeah, going everywhere. It's, it's, it's like, like Genghis <laughs> Khan parentheses skeleton. <laughs> and then you've got Genghis Khan parentheses computer. Well, yeah, that's where it really breaks down because Genghis Khan indicates who the Crimson Wolves are, but then the Crimson Wolves are the ones who fight off the conspiracy. But he tells it to people who aren't involved in the Dio's conspiracy. Yeah. Like, wouldn't you want to tell your followers about this stuff? It's like, yeah, uh, they, like oh, he's man. like, you guys better go mess that up, those guys. Maybe up, like Genghis Khan was kind of groggy when he woke happening. up. He thought it was Saturday, yeah. so he just spouted out whatever. Yeah, he he's like, to say. are you guys my Mongo warriors? And they're like, yes. <laughs> it's like, like three archaeologist guys. <laughs> if someone asks you if you're a Mongo, you say yes. <laughs> Uh, and then he shot the arrows out. Yeah, and they were like, whoa! <laughs> like All ducked underneath him. You guys should have just gotten shot by the arrows, then you would have been the Crimson Wolves. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. We got some sweet powers. They were all dudes, though. So when they were in the cave, they were like, 
All right, this is gonna get really gay. <laughs> but we we have like listen, up, we have to up, do it. Up. Just nobody say anything about it ever. Seriously, why isn't that an anime music video? It makes itself. You don't even, just leave the subtitles in. You don't even have to edit. You just yeah. everybody <laughs> knows what's gonna happen, and then you just have, you know, the smooth. It comes in. Wake up! Wake up! Wake up! Baby, when I get Let's this make feeling, love tonight. I won't say, get up, get up, get up. Help me do it right. <laughs> I love what he's... When I get That's this such... feeling, I need a girl to unconsciously rape me in a cave. Dude. Because that's what it was, girl. Yeah. Girls can rape, too. Yeah, that's totally what it was. You're an idiot. There's no way. She's like, I'm helping. <laughs> he's like, oh, my God. Somebody, uh, this is the bad touch. <laughs> Show me on the doll where the girl can you imagine actually assaulted you in a cave. Can you imagine a better way to wake up? I don't think you can. There isn't one. Yeah, I know. Maybe someday that'll happen. That would to be you. Like, probably not. So we met yesterday. <laughs> well, maybe not that part of it, but at least the part where you just like wake up in the act. It's it beats the crap out of waking <laughs> up to NPR, out. which is what I do every morning. You, you know, it's like um. It's like when you're like you're like cooking some French toast or something in the kitchen, and your girlfriend comes up behind you, and it's like boo, and then you like spin around and hammer fist her. It's like oh, don't touch my French toast. You know, don't. Mess, I got commando reflexes. You know that. It's like that. It's up like you wake up. You're like, huh? What's <laughs> happening? So you're like, I must defend myself. <laughs> my wing is imperiled. So he puts the fist right up against her face and discharges. <laughs> He's like, this fist is fully loaded and ready to go. Ah, uh, the wang of prophecy. It must be protected. Ah, uh, yes. It's like, I don't spill my seed on just anyone. <laughs> okay, you know how many psychics we'd have going around? The problem is they become psychic, and then they know that he's really not that into them. <laughs> or they also become aware like, of all the other psychics in the world. Oh, man. Yeah, yeah. They're like, oh, I thought I was the first. He's like, psych. It's like she sees her sister. Peace. She's like, What? He's like, I promise, baby, she didn't mean nothing to me. I was looking into the yeah. future. It's like, I'm a psychic. I know that is untrue. It's like, ah, uh, wag of prophecy. Curse this way. That's why you got to bag that shit. <laughs> you got to triple bag it, even though that doesn't work. <laughs> Maybe the triple bag is so good because we know the double bag does not work. But the triple bag, maybe it, it's like a double negative. I think it's, and it, just it doesn't matter because they all destroy each other is the problem. Yeah. <laughs> this is grind. I mean, whatever. This is outside of the purview of this podcast. Let's shut it down. My battery's dying anyway. Let's make love tonight. Let's get killed by my crazy son or my father. That's pretty sad. <laughs> Poor Marvin Gaye. He was like crazy on the drugs. Yeah, his dad shot him, not his son. Yeah, yeah. I, I got it backwards. I knew there was a son involved, but it was him. He was the Cocaine. son. Cocaine. What hast thou wrought? Yeah. Yeah. Don't do drugs, kids. All right. Shut it down.
But I don't know. I'm trying to wean myself off renting games that are not really worth playing. <laughs> like, that's just not very efficient use of your time. Oh yeah, I, I've been thinking about buying that. It's only—is it twenty bucks? F so fifteen in space dollars <laughs> in bison dollars. <laughs> the exchange rate is five British pounds. When I kidnapped their queen. <laughs> but for me, it was Tuesday. Oh, man. Are you not? Damn, you're not recording? You're not recording this good bison humor? Oh, man. Because this is. Yeah, he's spitting in his grave. They've actually, like, put his skeleton on a, on a spit, like a barbecue, just to make it easier for it to spin. But for Bison, it was Tuesday. <laughs> That's not even how he talked. For you, that was the most important day of your life. 